I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. This week it is July 4th. Happy July 4th to you. Happy Independence Day. Um, I am going to be cheap again and uh, repost an old episode. I am a bit tired lately. There is a lot of things going on that are all really good, um, but there's a lot of things going on, so I'm actually just very tired. And so um, this, I think, was a good episode in my opinion, as far as uh, just some of the quotes that I was repeating anyways in this this idea. And uh, it was episode 17, Faith, Virtue, and Liberty. And that was from July 2020. So it was two years ago. So you can listen and just kind of tell uh, that it very much applies today as it did two years ago, as it did, you know, 100 years ago and so on. Um, and the Golden Triangle is the name of this episode that's not the Trinity. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, but it's the golden triangle of faith, virtue, and liberty. So take a listen, take a gander, and um, and then I will talk to y'all in a minute. Well, in a couple minutes when the old episode is over. Benjamin Franklin said, only a virtuous people are capable of freedom. James Madison stated, to suppose that any form of government will secure liberty or happiness without any virtue in the people is a imaginary idea. Oskinis' golden triangle of freedom idea is that freedom requires virtue, virtue requires faith, and faith requires freedom, and freedom requires virtue, etc. So how can we be a self-governed country if we lack virtue? So just think about that for a second, and then we'll kind of get into it. Why do we need all three together? Liberty, virtue, and faith. So let's take a look at the definition of virtue from Webster's Dictionary. Um, So there's two definitions I'm going to read. It's conformity to a standard of right, morality, or particular moral excellence. Um, So now let's look at Romans 7.7. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? God forbid, nay, I had not known sin, but by the law, for I had not known lust, except the law had said, thou shall not covet. So we can't know what the standard of right and wrong is unless we look at the Bible. And God is the one that sets the standard and shows us how to live. So to be able to live virtuous, you have to have faith in God and his word. Uh, Webster's Dictionary defines faith, just in case you're wondering, as belief and trust in and loyalty to God. So now we define faith and virtue, and let's look at liberty using the same dictionary. And I'm going to read uh, three different definitions. So the first one is the quality or state of being free, freedom from arbitrary or oppressive control, and the positive enjoyment of various social, political, or economic rights and privileges. So if we need faith in God and his word to have virtue, why do we need those for liberty? And if you take a moment to think of a news headline going on right now, you can probably think of some serious issues we have and corruption, wickedness, and unrest. And if our leaders and us as a people had faith in God and true virtue because of him and his power, we could have true liberty and we wouldn't be struggling with all this corruption, pride, and kingdom of self. So First uh, John two fifteen through 17 says, Live not the world, neither the things that are in the world. 
If any man love the world, the love of his father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the father, but it is of the world. And the world passeth away and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Psalm 10, 4, the wicked through the pride of his continence will not seek after God. God is not in all his thoughts. So if you do not have faith in God and virtue because of him, you'll be prideful and wicked and you'll not seek God. You'll seek your will. And what happens when we don't seek God and we seek our will? We live for ourselves and we live in sin. We're not concerned about others and in our pride, we lift ourselves up while we step in others. Think of any situation or person right now that is corrupt and broken. Is there faith and virtue in them? If not, you will not have true liberty. Uh, we are blessed to live in a country that is free, but it's always only a step away from being taken from us, not necessarily by another country, but by our wickedness and our own self-destruction. And you're probably like, why would that be? So let's look at some Bible verses. James 1.15 says, Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Galatians 6, 7 through 8. Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. That, of course, is true of us individually, but also as a nation. You cannot live abundantly and enjoy when you're living for yourself and living in sin, and you cannot treat others in true love and kindness unless you first seek God and be transformed by Him. So that applies to, you know, everybody le uh, leading our country, our government, um, just the people as a whole. Um, Romans seven fourteen through 25 says, For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that do I not. But what I hate, that I do. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that is good. Now then it is no more that I do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. For I know that in me, that is, in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For the will is to present with me, but how to perform that which is good I find not. For the good that I would, I do not, but the evil which I would not, that I do. Now if I do that I would not, it is no more I... I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man, but I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. So our flesh wants to serve sin. I know that was like the craziest, longest back and forth verse, but um, our flesh wants to serve sin, which of course serves Satan, if we just want to put that out there. But because we have Jesus who lives inside of us, he can deliver us if we trust in him and follow after him. And that's the faith and virtue part. And then he brings the true liberty, not only eternally, which is amazing by itself, but here on this earth now, if only we'd live for him. And because, friends, we don't need a revolution to stop the corruption and wickedness here. We need a revival. Only Jesus can transform and reform our nation 
in the world. And that's another benefit to telling others the gospel and what Jesus did and will do for them. All right, so it's 2022, Nicole, now. Um, Hopefully that was helpful to you as far as just kind of the focus of sometimes we get wrapped up in fighting about things that um, are just surface level and really we need to dig down deep and uh, talk to people about their need for Jesus and um, and just kind of that's going to steer us as people um, and, and how we live our life. We're going to be living for an eternal kingdom and also steer our country as well in the world. Um, so hopefully that motivates you to uh, go evangelize um, not only because they can experience uh, the joy of Christ and that our world will, will be made better in that sense, but um, that it, that these people can be right with their maker and to be in a wonderful, abundant relationship with Jesus and not be separated from God when they die. All right, y'all. So I don't know about you guys. There's been some struggling. I feel like that's all I talk about. It's like, I'm struggling all the time. And you're like, what are you struggling with, Nicole? Drinking? No, it ain't, it ain't nothing like that. Not to say I haven't in the very far past uh, with things, but it's just more of, I think God is refining me. Um, there's a lot of different circumstances that he uses just to say, okay, you know, are you going to depend on me? Are you going to let your emotions, you know, rule the show or what are we doing here? And so just constantly trying to be dependent on him. (sighs) Uh, But sometimes, you know, it's just the struggle um, is exhausting. It's that back and forthness, you know, your flesh wants to do one thing and act one way and harden your heart and all this. But, you know, the spirit is loves in a different way. And so uh, this song that I'm going to put in the playlist this week, I think uh, it's an old song, like maybe back when I was in high school, y'all are like, how, how long ago was that? Like so many years, I can't even remember, probably like 20, 25 years ago. I'm 39. All right. So it is Jenny Owens. Do you know her? I don't know her, but she, I think she was a blind artist and uh, she sang the song called If You Want Me To. So some of the lyrics are, the pathway is broken and the signs are unclear and I don't know the reason why you brought me here, but just because you love me the way that you do, I'm going to walk through the valley if you want me to, because I'm not who I was when I took my first step and I'm clinging to the promise you're not through with me yet. So if all of these trials bring me closer to you, then I will go through the fire if you want me to. That's kind of a hard thing to be, uh, you know, the attitude of your heart. Because sometimes it's like, all right, I'm ready to get off this road. Um, But I know that God is doing a good work in me and he's refining me and he is making me look more like his image and he's bringing me closer to him. And there's a lot of good things going on that sometimes we just can't see in the moment. Um, All we do is we see the things that um, are temporary and the things that we can grumble about and be distracted from the Lord about. And I'm kind of tired of looking the way that my flesh and Satan wants me to look um, because then I take my eyes off of Jesus and then I fall, you know, I get in my own um, selfish, I don't know, like being right and um, having a bad attitude and, you know, just all this stuff. And I just don't want to do that. All right, you guys. So. I hope you have a great fourth. I hope it is wonderful and that you feel comfortable being patriotic and being thankful for, you know, if you live in America, um, for the country that God placed you in. And, and that that's really across the board anywhere. I mean, we can all uh, have some kind of list of struggles that we go through 
or flaws with our country. Um, I'm thankful that I was born in America because I know there is a lot of good things here. I'm not saying that there's bad things in other countries or anything like that. I don't, you know, I don't have personal experience with that, but I know that wherever God has placed you at, um, there's no shame in being grateful for the blessings that God has given you in your life. And if things kind of look like, dreary and that there's not much to be grateful for I guarantee you just got to open your eyes and really look um and and open your bible because I think sometimes if we read our bible we can see like man there's plenty of things to be thankful to God about so I will link to the podcast spotify playlist in the show notes and if you have any questions prayer requests or need a physical bible feel free to dm me on instagram at walk with jesus podcast or email me at walk with jesus podcast at gmail.com and I'll talk to y'all next Monday. (laughs) 